Hello, welcome and thank you for joining us today on Friend of God, brought to you by Friendship Baptist Church in Sturgis, Mississippi. It is our goal every week to bring the Word of God to as many people as possible. We pray that you enjoy today's message, but more importantly, we pray that it changes your heart and provokes life change and action. God bless, and please listen from your heart. Enjoy. Someone has said that if you convince a man that there was no hope, he would curse the day he was born. Hope is an indispensable quality of life. Years ago, the S-4 submarine was rammed by another ship and quickly sank. The entire crew was trapped in its prison house of death. Ships rushed to the scene of disaster off the coast of Massachusetts. We don't know what took place down in that sunken ship, But what we can be sure is that the man clung bravely to life as oxygen slowly gave out. A diver placed his helmeted ear to the side of the vessel and listened. He heard a tapping noise. Someone, he learned, was tapping out a question in the dots and dashes of Mars code. The question came slowly, is there any hope? This seems to be the cry of humanity. Is there any hope? Hope indeed is the basis of all of human existence in Jesus Christ. 1 Corinthians 15, 50 and forward talks about this resurrection, talks about this hope. Humanity today is dealing with the loss of hope. They've dealt with COVID-19. They've dealt with race relations. They've dealt with economic trouble, they've dealt with a loss of jobs and so much that is discouraging. The question you might be asking today, is there any hope? Is there any hope of rescue right here, right now? Well, the first thing this passage tells us today is that we have an inheritance. An inheritance. In in, uh, chapter 15... In verse 50, it talks about this inheritance, this perishable and imperishable, this inheritance that we all have. Well, the mystery genre is very intriguing to me, and it's one that teaches us a story and leads us to observe all the clues and place together a conclusion based on what we know is plausible information or what we have to go on. See, for me, I like the pursuit that leads to the ending as I gather together all the clues and hopefully reach the same conclusion. When things in the Bible are a mystery, they usually are unknown to the reader, but known by God. This elicits a trust-based faith in the will of God, meaning that I likely will not know, however, Faith allows me to trust God with the end result or the conclusion. So it's important for us to understand this inheritance that we have in Christ. Secondly, we begin to understand this mystery and change. Understanding that that not all that fall asleep will be changed, but in the twinkling of an eye, 
when that last trumpet sound comes, the dead will be raised and the imperishable will be changed. That means that for all of us who are Christian believers, for all of us who have died, Jesus will return and that will mean that our lowly bodies will reach that eternal place, that eternal body, the perishable, as, as we heard a minute ago in our children's sermon, will become godly in that we will rise up to be with Him. So it will be a big change within that, a big transition within that. Not only will we see Him, we will be risen up in that. So it will become imperishable. Number three, perishable becomes imperishable. Verses 53 and 54. It, it, it is the change that undergoes each person who has died in Christ. That, that he has overcome death itself and victory is ours. For so many, we live in a life right now where they think that death is just the ground. Death is just the end. It is the culmination of all that we've done as we grow older. It is a natural progression in this life. But I tell you that death doesn't have to be something that we dread or fear. Death doesn't have to have that finality. Although this body, we're in our final point. If we understand who Christ is in our life and have that relationship with Him, it's just the beginning to eternal life. The temporary in this life, these bodies, yeah, they're going to fade away. But our godly bodies, meaning that we are in Christ, they last forever. And there will be a point in time to which He will return. This much we know and believe. That life will not just continue to go on as it is right now. There will be a point to which He will return. And when He returns, we will be drawn up into the clouds. We have more than just this life to look for. So the perishable becomes imperishable. Death does not have its sting. Verse four, I, mean, I mean, point four, it says death sting. We, we won't have to deal with that. We'll have victory over what? Victory over sin through Jesus Christ. See, verse 56, it lines it out. It says, the, death, the sting of death is sin, and the power of sin is the law. But thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Death's sting does not come. Victory comes for those who overcome sin. And the overcoming of sin comes through Jesus Christ. Without Jesus Christ, we would not have the ability to overcome. Without Jesus Christ, we would not have the opportunity for eternal life. Without Jesus Christ, we would be separated forevermore. So, what did Jesus overcome? What did Jesus achieve? Jesus defeated death. And when He returns in finality, He will defeat death forevermore. There will be no more sorrow, no more death, no more for those who are dead in Christ, they will be forever changed. He gives us the victory over sin. Lastly, victory is the work of the Lord. The work of the Lord. 
that means that all that He has done, He has given us the ability to live through Him. So He challenges us in in verse 58, He really challenges us by saying, Therefore, my beloved brethren, be steadfast, immovable, and always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that your toil is not in vain in the Lord. Always remember you have a purpose and a plan. Always remember you have a reason for being here. Always remember that God has something in store for you. And see, for for those of us who think that, man, we're just going through this time right now and it's just affecting me. No, we're all going through this time. We're all dealing with this pandemic, good, bad, and different. We're all walking through things that we're dealing with right now. And some things are singular to us and what we're dealing with. But for the vast majority of us, we are all in this together. And we are, we are working towards what God has led us to do. So standing firm in our faith, regardless of what's coming about, whether it's COVID-19, whether it is the ever-changing race relations that we're dealing with right now, whether it's dealing with our personal struggles, whether it's dealing with illnesses and setbacks, or for the many who are dealing with right now are dealing with what? They're dealing with a lot of health-related issues, mental health, anxiety, depression. They're dealing with all these things because of what's going on. But our victory is in the Lord. So at the end of the day, when you and I face whatever's ahead of us, we can look to the Lord for what we need, knowing that He is at work and we are to continue His mission in whatever facets we can. You know, the reality is that a lot of things have changed because of this pandemic. You know, week to week, we're meeting virtually. We're having Sunday school virtually. We're doing things online and in other facets and forms that we never had to do before. And why are we doing that as a church? It's because we desire to continue the mission of the Lord. We desire for you to continue to grow in the Lord. And I hope that you have continued to minister, to love others, to love your neighbor, to love the Lord your God, to grow deeper. You've taken advantage of every opportunity that you've had to serve and to go and to live and to be all that He has called us to be in our area of service during this time. I hope that you have taken this time away and not said, oh, I just can't wait to get back, which is important. But you said, God, what can you do with me right here, right now? See, next week we gather back together in the mornings. And while that's important, I know that's many of you that can't get back together with us or it's just simply not time for you. So it's my challenge for you to stay connected to us, to what's going on here, to the work of the Lord, be diligent, steadfast, and immovable in that. So how can we make some application of this this morning? Firstly, inheritance is often thought of what you and I were received after a loved one has died, or some of us recall the story of the prodigal son and his inheritance. Inheritance for the redeemed is a transformation of our lowly bodies and eternal life in heaven. Our inheritance is not in worldly goods or things that we attain in this life. Many Christians could toil their entire life and work and work and work, and someone might say they died with little to nothing. But their inheritance, our inheritance, their reward, our reward, 
is in Christ Jesus, who has promised us that one day He will return for you and I. All of those who know Him. I love the way the Bible says it, that those who have fallen asleep in Him. I love that understanding that that, that someday they're going to wake up in Him. So inheritance. Secondly, what can't the power of the Almighty change? What can't God change? What situation can't God change? For all of us who feel like they're stuck, that they can't get past some things in life, that they can't move forward, that they're dealing with insurmountable odds, God can change everything. It says in the Word that that flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom. That means that through His power, we will be called in the clouds. That means that we change. Those who believe will have this transformation by Jesus to prepare us for eternal life. God can change. We've got to be willing to admit our faults, to find forgiveness in Him, and through His forgiveness, that relationship is restored. Through His forgiveness and salvation, we understand who we are and who we need to be. And we start living differently. We start valuing life and life around us because we begin to see things through His lens, through His eyes. So He can change us He can change anyone, anywhere, anytime. We must understand that. Thirdly, death's sting has no lasting hold on those who fall asleep in Him. Death's sting. If if a lot of people say death has the final word, meaning that when we die, we die, then they are living without hope. Because for me, death is just the starting point eternal life. Death is just the moment in between me standing here and standing before Him. It's just the moment in between that last breath here and the first breath in eternity. I can't wait for that to happen. Death's sting doesn't have any hold on me because I have Jesus Christ in my life. Do you have Jesus Christ in your life? Is He your Lord and Savior? So that when you die, you have the assurance to know that you will be with Him. Fourthly, life may be chocked full of difficulties, but the reward of a believer is eternal life. Also, individually knowing that your life impacted another's eternity. Therefore, it isn't about the stuff, but what we accomplished for this life, the glory in the kingdom of God, how many souls will know Christ because of your vibrant faith despite the adversities you faced? Billy Graham said this about his death and eternal life coming up before he passed. He said, someday you'll read or hear that Billy Graham is dead. Don't you believe a word of it. I shall be more alive than I am now. I will have just changed my address. I will have gone into the presence of God. We've got to really understand that and grasp that. Fifthly, there's a threefold exhortation of all of this that tells us in that last scripture in 58, it says that we should be steadfast. 
fixed in the faith of the gospel, that gospel which has been preached and they had received, namely that Christ died for our sins and arose on the third day according to scriptures and fixed in the faith of the glorious resurrection of the dead. So this change, we have to understand to not let our belief or these truths be shaken and staggered. In a world that is forever changing, in a time that is so eclipsed by things we cannot control, we can control who we believe in and what we live for. We can still reach out and do the things that God has called us to do. In a society that's adverse to a lot of things, we can stand for others when no one else will. We can reach out and love our neighbors. We can love God with all of our heart, mind, soul, and strength. We can come to Him for forgiveness, for eternal life, and we can understand there's hope beyond the grave. That we are not a culmination of all of our wrongdoings, but that we have freedom in Christ. And that freedom can never be taken away. So, on this morning, do you have that assurance? Do you understand that death does not get the final word? That you can trust in Jesus Christ today and forevermore have that assurance in Him. That you could say something, as Billy Graham said, I've just changed my address. Meaning that death is defeated in Him. The sting of sin has no more power. God has the glory. And the victory came through Jesus Christ. Can you say that on this morning? Do you know that the difficulties of this life, the reward of a believer is eternal life? Do you know Him? What's stopping you in the here and now? Let's pray. Father God, we come this morning. God, I thank You for the time that You give us to be reflective of our own lives, God. God, Your Word reminds us in this part of the chapter 15, God, that this is not the end. Heavenly Father, You remind us that Jesus has the final Word. For all the things going on now, God, for all the things that are being faced in the here and now that are, that are so hard to deal with, God, we know that we can turn to You and have faith that You are going to bring things to a close at the time that You choose to. Heavenly Father, we just must be ready. And God, we must be in the meantime steadfast and immovable. God, we must cling to your kingdom and for your purpose in our lives that we might help others know the faith that they need to have, the forgiveness that's afforded to each and every person who believes. Heavenly Father, God, I pray that if there's someone here this day and time, whether it's watching or whether it's just observing this for the first time. Father God, I hope that you let them know that you love them, that you have a purpose for their life greater than what their current circumstances are or their past is. That if they seek forgiveness in you, they will find forgiveness in you. That if they seek hope in the here and now, God, they will find you. God, I just pray... In all that we do, we think about the eternal significance of this life and the life to come. God, it's, it's, it's not guaranteed tomorrow. We're not guaranteed even past today. 
But God, in this moment, God, if we don't know you, let us cry out to you today. God, let us share our faith with urgency as Christian believers. Let us understand that that things are very short. Time is very short, and we are not we are not insured if we're going to have another time. And so, God, let us speak with boldness. Let us speak of a God who can. Let us speak of a faith that never, ever dies. Heavenly Father, you will return one day. This much we're sure of. And you will call us from this, this body that we have now, this life that we have now, into your presence. Heavenly Father, a day of rejoicing, God, we know that will be. It's in your mighty name we pray. Thank you for joining the Friendship Family today. We know that your time is the most valuable item you have, and we are enormously grateful that you chose to share it with us. If you would like to know more about Friendship Baptist Church, please visit our website, friendshipsturges.com, or our Facebook page at facebook.com fbcms. Both can be found in the show notes below. If you would leave a rating or review for our new podcast, we would be very appreciative. And if you would share it with others, we would be eternally grateful. We pray that you have a God-filled day. And remember, love God, love people, and reach the world. Have a good day.